This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. There's no church like DFC. Glory to God in the highest. I didn't say there were no other good churches. There are. I said none like DFC. So let's dive into our lesson for today concerning my blueprint. Listen to me. It's my blueprint, my vision, and my year. Would you say that with me? Say my blueprint, my vision, my year. You got to say it like you're convinced that this is your year. Say my blueprint. My vision, my year. Second Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14 in the King James Version says, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, have a conversation with God, and seek my face. Seek my face is not looking as if he's hiding from you. Seek my face means cancel all of the sideshow distractions that will take you away from God's mesmerizing, captivating presence. Seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. We're still talking about my blueprint. We are in a series now concerning prayer, and we've learned that prayer is just a regular conversation with God, but I should be so captivated with him that nothing takes me away from his mesmerizing, captivating presence. In his presence, I get a revelation of who I am and whose I am. There's everything that I have need of found in his presence. Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 18 in the Passion Translation reads this way. Where there is no clear prophetic vision, people quickly wander astray. And when you follow the revelation of the word, Heaven's bliss fills your soul. Was that just good to me? That was powerful. Let me read it again. It says, where there is no clear prophetic vision, people quickly wander astray. But when you follow the revelation of the word, listen, heaven's bliss fills your soul. Bliss sounds a whole lot like blessed to me, doesn't it? Bliss and bless. Bliss has reference to supreme happiness, utter joy or contentment, the joy of heaven. And according to 1 Peter chapter 1, In verse 8, it says, you're supposed to rejoice with joy unspeakable, full of glory. Unspeakable joy means you're in awe that you're stammering and you're stammering. I don't even have the words to say. Joy unspeakable, full of glory. 
still talking about heaven's bliss, and it sounds a whole lot like blessed to me. So let me pose this question to you. What are you excited about? What are you looking forward to? What are you making strides toward? If it's nothing, then it's going to amount to nothing. Can you see, can you literally see your next level? You've got to be able to see your next level before you actually see or experience your next level. So are you preparing? We heard Tyler's testimony. He started preparing. As he started preparing, they got a baby. They got promotions. They got car notes eliminated. All kinds of investments came back. All kinds of incredible things happened because they began preparing. Are you preparing? Y'all not talking to me today. It's okay. Y'all got your blue on. It's a, it's a different kind of day. <laughs> How's your focus? Is it blurry? Or is it crystal clear? Is it all the way live in, in living color? Do you feel a sense of excitement? Do you feel almost like butterflies in your stomach, like something incredible is about to happen? If there's no excitement, then you got to check your faith level. Here's a good statement to write down. Faith keeps you excited, focused, and motivated. Faith keeps you excited. Faith keeps you focused, and faith keeps you motivated. I'm still talking about my blueprint. Remember, my blueprint, my vision, my year. Would you say that with me? Say, my blueprint, my, blueprint. my vision. Now say it with some tenacity. Say, my year. That's, I like the way that sounded right there. Again, Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 8 in the Passion says, where there is no clear prophetic vision, or I'll say blueprint, where there is no blueprint, people quickly wander astray. But when you follow the revelation of the word, what did it say? Heaven's bliss. Fills your soul. Bliss sounds a whole lot like bless to me. So your blueprint is your design plan. Your blueprint is your design plan. It's not a cookie cutter of anybody else's. It's not a template of what somebody else did. Your blueprint is your design plan for your life, for your future, for your family, for your for your career, for, for whatever you're desiring. It's your unique custom design plan. It's a custom design plan. And I even want to go as far as to say the master plan. It's a master plan for your future. A blueprint is a draft 
of a detailed representation of what you want to see manifested in your life. It is a detailed representation of what you want to see manifested in your life. Let's just say in this year, in this year 2022 and beyond. We got to have a blueprint and then we've got to build, but we still got to go beyond. Are you listening to me? If you don't yet have a blueprint or a prophetic vision, no worries. No worries. We're not condemning anybody, but you just start where you are. Start today. Begin to see it today. Start where God has told you who you are in him. That's why nobody can make me shame of what I'm called to do for God. I didn't call myself. So I stand boldly in what God called or told me to do. Just like Jesus, remember we read it in scripture, he stood to read. He found the place where it was written, right? And he read it with tenacity and he read it with boldness. After he read the scripture from Isaiah, he said, that scripture is being manifested right in front of your eyes today. And he wouldn't sit down. And the scripture says everybody turned and looked at him. Everybody started looking at him. Why? Because people, when you stand bold, when you stand with unrestrained boldness, people always want to say, who do you think you are? Well, that's my question to you. Who do you think you are? I'll say it again. Y'all weren't ready. Some of y'all weren't ready. <laughs> who do you think you are? Okay, now nah, I really want, I mean, let that thing come on down from the inside of your gut. Who do you think you are? I am. I am. If Jesus had to find the place where it was written, what makes you think you don't? If Jesus found the place where it was written, what makes us think that we don't have to find the place where it is written? We have to go to the scripture. We got to get a revelation from the word of God. We've got to find the mind and the thought of God from his word and then implement that in our lives. Then you can stand bold. Who do you think you are? I am. I am what God says I am. I, I didn't do it. I, it's not anything of myself. But I have confidence in what God says I am, who God says I can be. I understand it's a process. You don't just arrive on one day. You're in the process. It's not, I'm not what I used to be. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm not what I'm going to be. Thank you, Jesus. I'm simply in the process. Mark chapter 9 and verse 23. This is the answer that somebody has been asking for. Let me just preface this message. And I want you to go back and listen to it on the podcast. Write you some notes down. Go back on a Facebook live because you've been asking how to get to the next level. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you how to get to the next level. Come on. My blueprint, my vision, my year. Get a revelation. This is your blueprint. This is your vision. This is supposed to be your year. This is how it is going to be your year. Don't look at me. Look at you. Look at yourself. This is your year. Mark 23, uh, 9 and 23, Jesus said, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Believeth means continue to believe. When the school of hard knocks hits, 
when stuff happens and you're at a place and you're supposed to be at another place, not because you didn't pay your tithe, not because you were not faithful, not because you were not accountable. There's a difference in accountable and informing. Not just accountable. She doesn't just inform, she is accountable. So when she found herself at a place when she knows she should have been at another place, that's when the Lord steps in and will give you a boost. If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believeth continually, regardless of what it looks like or feels like. You've got to believe that God's thoughts and God's plans for you shall manifest this year. Nothing can stop the plan and the thoughts of God concerning your life this 2022 but you. You've got to meditate and rehearse God's thoughts and God's plans until they become your thoughts and your plans. I'll say it again. You've got to meditate. You've got to rehearse. We sang the song today, I don't want to leave this place. I don't want to leave the presence of God until I'm changed. i got to stay in the presence of God and meditate and rehearse what God has said about me in his word until God's thoughts become my thoughts and God's plans become my plans. When you have God's thoughts and you have God's plans, then God will order your steps. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Listen, this is Psalm number 37, stanzas 30, 23, and 24. Though he fall, listen, sometimes we slip and stumble and fall, and stuff happens, and life happens. The scripture says, he shall not be utterly cast down. Good God Almighty, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. I like to say his righteous right hand. Are you listening to me? We learned that, that the Lord in that scripture has reference to Yahweh, meaning ever-present, ever-potent, ever-faithful to save, to rescue, to help, to heal, to deliver, to sustain, and to keep his promise. Listen to you. Because he loves you so much. I'm talking about my blueprint, my vision, my year. I want you to think about this blueprint as a mathematical equation. I was minding my own business praying for the people at Destiny Faith Church, and God gave me the whole lesson in one guap. So I'm going to give it to you just like God gave it to me. Give it to you in one guap. Take it today in the name of Jesus. You got to think about it like a mathematical equation. So the first one is decide exactly what you want. Decide what you want from God this year. Now here's the thing. He gives you the desires of your heart. Then he turns around and gives you the desires of your heart. Did you catch that? He gives you the desires of your heart. Then he turns around and gives you the desires of your heart. So decide exactly what you want. A lot of times you don't get manifestation because you don't even know what you want. 
Decide exactly what you want. When you're in his presence, you're captivated. You're in his mesmerizing presence. You cancel all of the sideshow distractions, the things that would distract you from the presence of God. You'll catch the heart and the thoughts and the plan of God, and his thoughts become your thoughts. His desires for you become your desires for yourself. He gives you the desires of your heart, then he gives you the desires of your heart. Plus, you have to find the scripture to support it. Find the place where it is written. Oftentimes, we don't want to do that because it takes too much. Well, you look up everything else. You look up how to do box braids. You look up how to change a flat tire. You look up how to cornroll. You look up how to make a steak. You look up everything else. Find the scriptures to substantiate what you decided that you want. Come on. You got to know the difference between what you want now or what you want for real, what you want most. And then set your heart on what you want the most, not just what you can get now. Y'all not saying nothing. So number one. Because we're thinking about it like a mathematical equation, right? So the first part is decide what you want. Number two, find the, subs- the scriptures to support it. Plus, number three, what is God's will concerning it? What's God's will? Or let me put it this way, what's God's purpose? When you know the purpose of something, then it will not be abused. These chairs are designed with lumbar lumbar support, and they're designed a certain way to be very, very comfortable. That's why y'all be in church. They're designed to make you comfortable, you understand. They're not designed to be a ladder. But we stand on them sometimes, and we use it for a ladder, which is really abusing the purpose of it. Are you listening to me? Now, I can bring ladders in here and all of these chairs and replace all the chairs with ladders because you can still sit on a ladder. But the, it's uncomfortable. And y'all be like, I ain't going back to that church. She got a bunch of ladders up in there. <laughs> you can still sit on them, but the purpose is different. When you know the purpose of God, when you know the will of God, then manifestation is expedited. Come on, when you don't know his will, you spend all day and night begging and pleading God because you feel like you got to co- try to convince him to do your will. When you don't get in the word and find out what his will is, in essence, you are saying, nevertheless, not your will be done, but my will be done. But when you get in the word, you're saying, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. Plus, we're still on this mathematical, mathematical equation for your blueprint. You've got to partner with God through prayer. You've got to partner with God through prayer. Thy will be done in earth, in my life, as it is in heaven. Let's get a picture of heaven. Everything is perfect. There's no sickness. There's no disease. There's no poverty. There's no pain. There's no anxiety. I've got to partner with somebody like that. So heaven, listen to me, can be in my life in the earth. Come on, that's God's plan. God's plan is for you to be walking around, a man walking around with heaven on the inside of you. Oh, 
good God Almighty, I preach myself happy right there. That is God's will for your life that you are walking around in earth with heaven inside you. So you've got to partner with God through prayer. And I stay in prayer to get his mind and to get his direction. Where he leads me, I will follow. He's going to order my steps and the steps of a good man are ordered from the Lord. So I've got to find his purpose and I find his purpose in the word of God and through prayer. I have to have a conversation with him. None of us like those, like people get those phone calls. People ain't talked to you in three years. Then call you out of the blue. Hey, how you doing? And you just waiting for the punchline because you know they about to ask for something. They don't even say happy birthday, happy Mother's Day, how you doing, nothing. The only time they talk to you is when they're asking for None of us like those, did that feeling. You feel used when somebody does that. Now, you might go on and be a blessing to them because God just called you to be a blessing, but doesn't that make you feel some kind of way? When they're just asking for something and never want to see how you're doing or never trying to see about you, let us not be that way with God. I need my rent note paid in Jesus' name, amen, and go right on out of his presence. I need my body healed in Jesus' name and get up and go right on out of the, when you didn't even give him a chance to have a conversation with you. Prayer is not a monologue, just barking orders to God and barking deadlines to God. Prayer is listening to God just as much as he's listening to you. So when you go to prayer, in prayer, sometimes take an ink pen and a, a pad. And after you say your part, then sit there quietly and listen. Sometimes he'll speak almost in an audible voice. But mostly he speaks through the word of God. Go right to the word of God and find the other part of that conversation. Plus, this is still a mathematical equation, speaking concerning the blueprint. You passionately pursue his presence by practicing it. I practice it. I go, I, I have a set place and a set time every day that I meet God. Y'all have a set place and a set time that you meet your friends and you talk to your loved ones and your boyfriend and your girlfriend and all this, a set time and a set place. You know you got a ringtone set that's different from every other ringtone so you don't miss that call. Are you listening to me? How much more God? We need a set time and a set place, not just stammering and fumbling into his presence. We need to go in his presence. He invited us to come boldly to his throne that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. He invited us to come boldly, so we boldly meet him there. And wherever you designate that spot, wherever you meet God, whatever time you set to meet him every day, God will be at that spot waiting on you. He'll be waiting for you to get there. And some days we get busy and this life is too busy and we just walk right past our spot and God be like, where, where are you going? We have a standing appointment at 6 o'clock. I understand you were tired, but you set your alarm for everything else. You get up on time to go to work. Get up on time to meet me at our standing appointment. Are you listening to me? A set place, a set time every day. We've got to practice like the Roman soldiers practice. We learned about the full armor of God. They practiced with the full armor on every single day, and they went all out, full out, and practiced every day as if they were in war. Why? 
So in time of war, they didn't even poop out. Their enemy would poop out before they did. Come on, you got to be able to outlast the devil. The devil should poop out way before you do because you've been practicing the presence of God every single day in times of peace when everything is going well. So when things jump off, I'm not moved. The devil going to poop out before I will because I will be remain standing in his presence. Plus, I'm almost finished. I got a minute and a half on the clock. Stay in the process. Stay in it. When it looks like nothing's happening, don't we get discouraged when it looks like nothing's happening? Because we want to see quick results. We've been just in the presence of God a half a second and want to see quick results. Be able to keep going back and going back and stay in the process even when it doesn't feel like anything is happening. Because remember, faith does not require any sense realm evidence at all. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things. What? I ain't got to see nothing. I just have to believe. I got to believe and I got to keep believing. When I don't see nothing, I got to keep believing. I got to keep showing up with my faith. When Listen to me. Some of you are believing God for a mate. Haven't nobody even asked for your phone number. That ain't nothing. That ain't nothing. They can reach you through Facebook. They can reach you through a friend. That Don't worry about You got to keep believing. Keep believing God. Don't jump out of the process. In Jesus' name and by his blood, don't give out. And don't give in. Outlast the devil. Come on, point across the room and tell somebody, say, outlast the devil. How you outlast the devil is you got to get quit out of you. You got to get quit completely out of you. I'm not going to quit. I ain't quitting. I'm not quitting. I told you I was learning to ride the bike. And I was going past Spunky every day. And Spunky was just barking and scaring me. I was scraping my knee every day trying to learn to ride a bike. I said, I ain't giving up. My knee's going to be bloody, but I'm going to ride this bike. I would just, didn't want to just sit, keep sitting on the sidewalk with my bike, shaking in my cousins, riding up and down the street, clapping hands in the air, having fun, and I'm on the sidewalk, and a dog barking at me. I had to make up my mind. I ain't quitting. And guess what? I got it sooner than later. Come on, I got it sooner than later. And before long, I was in the street. Drop one hand down when you'd ride that bike with one hand. You'd think you it. Riding bike with one hand. What one hand gonna do? Nothing. But you just, I was excited. But I had to fight to remain there. I had to get quit out of me. And I'm encouraging, get quit out of you. And here's the last part you gotta acknowledge the process, the progress in the process. Acknowledge every, every little single solitary progress that you make. Don't let the devil talk you out of the progress that you have made. It might not be grandiose and mountain moving for real in the sight of people, but you keep acknowledging that little bit of progress. Every little bit acknowledge. Give yourself a pat on the back. Give yourself a dollar. Pay yourself a dollar every time that you have some more progress and see how quickly those dollars add up. Let every little single solitary ounce of progress, let that encourage you. The farmer doesn't faint when he sees the blade come up. Oh, man, ain't nothing but a blade here. He doesn't get discouraged. He gets encouraged. He's like, woo, the blade is here. 
Pretty soon the corn is here, and pretty soon the full corn in the ear is going to be here. So let the blade encourage you along the way and, and stop crying because things have not manifested as quickly as you want them to manifest. You gotta understand something that is ooh, I'm about to preach, I'm so happy. Something that is long lasting and long standing has deep roots. Things that are shallow spring up quick, but a, the first strong wind will blow it down. I don't want a strong wind to come. TJ talked about a strong wind today that's turned Essence umbrella inside out. I don't want a strong wind to turn my situation like that upside down. I want God to have deep roots that will uproot and change my situation. I'm encouraging you. This is my blueprint, my vision, my year. Would you say that? Find me, all of that together equals, now we're coming to the summation of it, the total amount. After we've done all of those things, it equals manifestation. Manifestation, unmistakable, clear-cut, conspicuous, crystal clear realization or completion of, listen, your prophetic vision. The manifestation of your blueprint. May I remind you as I close, this is the year that you get what you expect. If you don't expect nothing, you're not getting nothing. I know it's not proper English, but you get the drift. Whatever you expect, you're going to get exactly what you expect this year. It's time to change your expectation. Begin to expect some immediately, immediately. That means one second things were one way and immediately the whole, hallelujah, the whole situation turns around. Begin to expect some suddenly. First, this blessing had me with heavenly bliss. Then the next blessing, be, and I couldn't run fast enough to get away from all of my heavenly bliss and blessings. Begin to expect better. When you want better, you've got to shake off being bitter. Bitter will keep you stagnated. You will be hurt. You will be wounded, and you will be affected. You will think everybody is against you and you will be looking at everybody up and down because you're bitter. Bitter keeps you stagnated. No longer shall we be bitter because we got a place that we need to get to and that place is called better. I'm going to meet you at better. I said I'll meet you at better. I said I'll meet you at better. Oh, hallelujah. And when I see that you lagging back a little bit, I'm going to give you a boost so that we can get to better together. You got to begin to expect greater, more and more and more and more and more blessings on a hill of blessings on a hill of blessings on a hill of blessings, not to hoard up on your own lust, but to be a blessing to be a blessing to somebody else. And then I need to remind you, expect to be a 
astonished. God said that he was going to astonish you. There was going to be wonder and amazement. God is going to parade you as a billboard of his goodness, of his faithfulness, of his generosity, of his healing virtue, of his prosperity. God wants to make you his billboard. He wants to astonish you. Oh, good God Almighty. As I close this lesson for today, I need to ask a question to somebody in the house that got a revelation that this is the year that you're going to get everything that you expect. My question for you today is, who do you think you are? I said, who do you think you are? I said, who do you think you are? I am. Come on and worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. This is your blueprint. This is your vision. This is your year. Begin to worship the Lord. Begin to worship him with reckless abandon. Worship him till people think you have stepped outside of your mind. Because I have stepped outside of my mind and I've taken on the mind of Christ concerning me in Jesus name if you don't you to get here today. The devil didn't want you to get here today. He didn't want you to get this revelation. God is going to astonish you. God is going to astonish you. This is your blueprint. This is your year. This is your vision. circumstances have been, no matter what they've looked like, no matter what the doctors have said, we full well expect it right now in the name of Jesus. Uh, before I give you the invitations for the altar call, you can still stay in this atmosphere of praise and worship and expectation. Um, we want to give everybody an opportunity to accept Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior. When we are born again, we have a covenant right to all of these promises that we speak. We have a covenant right to manifestation, everything that we need. And 
desire. We have a covenant right to it. But the first step is by accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And the Bible tells us we do that by believing in our hearts and confessing with our mouths that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So if you could just say this prayer after me, all this is going to be is confessing what you already believe. Father God, I believe Jesus is your Son. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins and is alive right now. Dear Jesus, come into my heart, come into my life, and save me now. I am right now born again, saved, delivered, healed, set free, and on my way to better. In Jesus' name. If we can agree in prayer with you for anything under the sun today, I want you to head down to the altar. I want to tell you there is power in agreement. There is power in agreement. I've been believing God for something over the past week and had my husband, of course, in agreement, had two others in agreement and saw an immediate turnaround within one week because of the power of agreement. So yes, your prayers work, and yes, God hears them, but let us agree with you. If there's anything that we can agree with you on, you can come down to the altar. Uh, maybe there's an area in your life, life is happening, struggling in the area of faith and belief. We all believe we have faith, but sometimes we have to ask God to help us in the areas of unbelief. If we can pray with you in that, you can come down to the altar today. If you want to accept the Holy Spirit as your personal comforter, your personal helper, your personal guide, ever get in a position where you don't know which way to turn, the Holy Spirit is the guide inside. And we really do need him to be guided in the direction that God would have us to go. So I strongly encourage you, if you are not filled with the Holy Spirit's presence, come on down here so we can help you with the infilling of the Holy Spirit's presence and you can be led and guided in every direction of your life. I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church. We're a family.